episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. So today we're going to talk about um, one of my loves, which is traveling. Okay. Um, and, you know, I've really been thinking lately um, about going back to being a digital nomad. Okay, it's can you really... explain what that is, though? Okay, digital nomad, for the people in the back, is... Basically, you're homeless. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what makes this digital? Exactly. <laughs> so, digital, actually, I don't really know why they call it this term, okay. but usually digital people, digital nomads are like people who are not constrained to a specific locale or oh. physical location. Okay. But they work and rely on the digital world to make money. Got it. Right. Okay. But this basically just means you work from wherever you remote you just need the internet <laughs> exactly you okay. need the internet to make a living but that's a lot of jobs these days yes and so so yeah so i don't know why they called it that digital nomad term i had to look that up but basically what i'm saying is i wish to live without an abode <laughs> like <laughs> so, but, but why is that though like like what are you looking for by doing that to me to me, it's just the freedom and flexibility. Um, I think, so last, was it last year? I spent two months in Colombia, South America. And, and I did have an apartment that I was renting out while I was there. But, and I maintained my, my apartment back home, but like I was just in a different place for however long I wanted to be there. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to be there for four weeks, but I was like, feel like going home so I'm gonna stay for another four weeks but it's just really the ability to live anywhere and for me there's really there's not a single place I think that really feels like home outside of DC so I just want the ability to be able to experience different cultures different food different people different music all those things um and the sights and the beaches and all that stuff. So like, so I, I get wanting to have that experience, but how is that different from just traveling? Like, like why do you have to be homeless to do this? <laughs> just, <laughs> just curious, putting that out there. Yeah, so that actually, that's actually one of the thrills of it for me. So, and I feel like I have acquired so many bills Oh, yeah. Like, Who are you telling? You have so many needs. Like, I've been in Charlotte for three years, and I just have so many things that I do that are just pointless. I mean, the amount of Amazon shopping that I do <laughs> for stuff that I don't need is outrageous. Yeah. And I do that because I have space to put, to it, put in. it in. Yeah, okay. But when you're traveling... You're not doing that unnecessary stuff. So, like, you, so you're saying if I physically restrict myself, mm -hmm. then you only got oh. as much room as your suitcase can handle. And when you really think about it, that's all you really need. All the yeah. other stuff is just fluff. Yeah. I'm um, like outside of furniture and some clothes. What else do you really need? Some food. It's not all this extra fluff stuff. And so I think that I've gotten so comfortable in the fluff since I've been in Charlotte and stationary that like, I just don't like it. I kind of want to throw everything away and start over. So you were trying to reprimand yourself. You're like, hey, let me realize what's essential and what's not. 
Yeah. Okay. And for me, the easiest thing would just be to start over. If I could literally just sell my current life, like... <laughs> You're like, life for sale. <laughs> exactly. Everything is already set up. Processes, systems, everything you need ready to go. Here's where you eat. Decorated. Here's your clothing. Here's <laughs> exactly. your shoes. Everything. Yes. Like, just have it. But unfortunately, I can't do that. I wonder if you can. I feel uh, like somebody would buy it. I mean, I, I think someone would at least take the apartment all furnished, maybe even the clothes if we're the same size. Yeah. But, you know, I want some hard. of my clothes. <laughs> I want some of my clothes. You can have these, not those. Okay. I'm like, but yeah, I'm like, even the car, like, I just don't want any of this stuff. And when you're traveling like that, like, you don't have to have it. Yeah. So, like, so I did hear you say something else about, like, indulging in different cultures and having a different experience. Mm-hmm. Like, can you talk about, like, what those experiences have been like for you and what you've gained from them? Yeah, I mean, I I think what you, you asked me, like, can't you just get this on vacation? Yes, you can. And I think this is why people need to take vacation. But there is a slight difference when you're fully, totally immersed in the day-to-day and it's like your home versus you're just a tourist to people's lives, yeah. you know? Yeah. There's a different kind of air about it. Um, and you'll have a different experience. And so I always recommend people stay for at least three weeks in a place, get a routine, get a favorite coffee shop, get a favorite place you go by. I mean, basically just become a regular at at least one place, yeah. right? They know your face, they know your name. And, you know, you'll get an inside scoop of what the local scene really is beyond the tourism. Yeah. Um, but some experiences... <laughs> um, I'm, you know, I'm laughing because there's a lot of wild experiences. <laughs> I'm like, so she's not <laughs> actually saying anything. You guys notice, but it's stuff that I, that you just wouldn't, you just wouldn't see. So I was actually telling somebody the other day how, when I was in Colombia, I went to go visit. I w- the trip was to go to a is a place called Guatape, which is this huge rock, yeah. and you just walk up the rock. It's like really tall. It takes you like. It must be a mile or a mile and a half tall. So people really like try to run up the whole thing and like it is just beautiful view out the top of it. But we knew the guy who was touring us. It was a local who like does tours and we got this crazy like all these crazy add-ons to that experience. We went to Pablo Escobar's like house that got (laughs) raided. I mean really compound. Okay. And got to go through all these crazy things. We driving through the countryside, listening to <laughs> Rick Ross. Like, it was just the craziest, wildest experience. And I'm like, if you're not immersing yourself and opening yourself up to, you know, certain things, you might not get the full experience. Yeah, I do feel like when I went to Jamaica with mom, it was we did so she had friends there that she developed relationships she would go so often Mm -hmm. and so we did we got to see like where like the locals actually ate where they actually lived best food yeah yeah (laughs) and it wasn't like a place like the tourists would go in some instances Mm -hmm. and yeah no I I think it was a different experience than if we were just you know doing the vacation thing yeah and I and I love travel for many reasons but I feel like it has just opened me up to the many different people of the world and has forced me to think about some of the things in the United States that are 
that we take for granted, okay. that are not normal in yeah. other places. So I know this is going to come up, it's going to come out of left field too, but so we have just, uh, in the company that I work for, we just created a, um, uh, an office, an offshore office mm. that is actually centered in India. And I've been fortunate enough to work with people in different countries for pretty much my whole career mm -hmm. and so this was normal to me but I'm finding that the people who work in my organization who's never had that mm -hmm. like I hate to say this out loud because it's going to sound terrible <laughs> but like they they doubt their skills like they're like mm -hmm. like they just assume that people from another country aren't as smart as they are I don't right. have experience and right. I'm like dude <laughs> what are you why yeah. are you thinking like yeah. you have this complex where'd you get this from um, but it's I, ingrained, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. But but I, I I think that's just an example of why yeah. being traveled and actually having an experience where you can see people um, relating to you in, mm -hmm. in a space that everybody doesn't get that that experience. That's real. That's really that's a perfect example. <laughs> I was gonna say too. I I had it kind of so. Um, I was born in in the Midwest, if you will, mm -hmm. and I kind of had that experience when I went to the South. Did I ever tell you about that? Mm -mm. So this is going to sound terrible again, but I'm going to put it out there because that's what I do. Um, yes. But uh, so I was born and raised in Minnesota. I go down to Louisiana to go to school. And like, so when I'm in Louisiana while I'm in school, we, we road trip all the time. We go to Texas all the time because one of my friends is from Texas. Mm -hmm. We go like further south in Louisiana because one of my friends is from Louisiana. Well, two of my friends are actually from Louisiana. And we're just like Mississippi, you know, Alabama, whatever. Yeah. And so coming from from the north, I just, I, I didn't realize that I had this bias, but I, I, I literally thought that anyone who had a Southern accent wasn't as smart. Mm. Um, mm. And so like, I didn't realize that I thought that mm. until I was actually in that environment where mm. there were Southern individuals who had, you know, these right, right. twangs and whatnot. And, and I was like, wow, like, where did I get this from? Interesting. And, and no, it's so funny though, because, and, and I think it's the same thing. Like I, I can make this with black people as well. Mm -hmm. Like people assume that if you are black and you know rap music and that you dress a certain way, or you look a certain right, way, you're right. not educated. That is so not true. So not true. Like I, I met, I met this one woman who uh, lived in, she lived in Tennessee and she was so ghetto. When I say ghetto, I mean, she had a grill. She had like colorful hair, she long fingernails and she was popping her neck and all, you know, whatever. And when I met her, I was like, she is so hood. Like, like that, that was my thought process. But then we started talking and this girl was brilliant. Mm. Like, so, so not only could she like, <laughs> <laughs> like sing easy uh, but she like she knew like like I was like oh my god this mm -hmm. like just boom like yeah. like yeah. this is so amazing that people are so different and mm -hmm. I think it's, it's a little bit about what you were saying about being yeah. immersed in an environment that's not like the one that you're in and mm -hmm. being able to connect to people and to understand people yes. and to see yeah. those different things so I think that's cool yeah no that that's a great example I mean I had this I had the exact, well, not, you know, similar example in <laughs> yeah. Colombia. Like, yeah. Colombia is known for drug trading. Like, everyone I told that I was going there, they're like, why would you go there? I'm yeah. like, but let me tell you, that country is probably, oh, top three. Top three for sure. I want to give it a one, but I got long-standing relationship <laughs> history with some of these other countries. Spices so. you can't overcome. Exactly. It's not their fault. It's really not their fault. But I would say 
Colombia probably changed my life the most out of any country that really? I've ever been to. Like, because I because I went there, like I fell in love with a whole different landscape, mountains, mm-hmm. which I never thought I would. I've seen mountains before, but I but they dry never. And born in the States. Right, like these <laughs> yes. were the most incredible mountains I've ever seen. Because I love those mountains so much, I went to Colorado. Yeah. And I fell in love with those mountains. And I'm just like, it just opened me up. My whole mindset about everything just changed. I came back. There's so much greenery there in Colombia. Mm-hmm. I came back. I painted my whole apartment green. <laughs> like, I was just so... I was when you painted it. I was like, this is different. I don't... I was just so impacted by that country, like, personally, um, on a different level than I would say any other country. Okay. But I think just the digital nomad, to bring it back to that, like... You're just opening yourself up to the evolution of yourself through different experiences and through meeting different people and learning about them. But also um, while well, like shrinking yourself a little bit. Yeah, but, shrinking the noise, yeah, I would say. Yeah. Like all of these distractions that we have, like yeah. eliminating those and getting to the core of who you are and the core of what's next, right? Oh, that's good. So I know we don't have a lot of time here, but you said this topic digital nomad was just for me but i think you've been talking about this for a couple of years yeah. like so yeah what no, does that so, look like as a family because i think that's been my biggest challenge i, I think that about it. what i heard you say that i connect most to is the idea of separating myself from the like the necessity of, of everything that i do today like like and don't no don't say that word because it's not necessity so that's what that's what i'm getting (laughs) to and and i think that's why i said it though because i I feel like i've Mm. become dependent Mm. on things Mm. that are not necessarily dependencies right (laughs) um and and because i've lived like this for so long it's 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 what i said about tethering Mm. like i've tethered Mm. myself to these philosophies to these things that i feel like i have to hold on to yeah and so for that reason, that's why I, like, I'm like, I need to force myself out of this mindset of thinking all of this crap is necessary. It's all artificial. In yes. our head. Yes, our head. yes, yes. So that that's the thing that I've, I'm like, at this point in my life, I need to do that. And, and it's, I think it's a little bit of the same reason that you said. It's a reset. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's a saying, let me really start to strip things out that aren't really essential. And, and I think that I'll start to appreciate the mm. things that are essential like my family and all those things yeah. and and value more relationships and bonds in that way and kind mm. of take away the noise like you yeah. said the noise yeah um and i think that, that that'll be cleansing mm-hmm. if you will well i'm very inspired um i feel like i'm about to go submit my lease resignation <laughs> tomorrow because yeah i mean i loved how you put that like uh, that reset I feel like after COVID and all this yeah. like just being at home and like I feel like we we took on a lot more perhaps than we would have if we weren't you know just at home all the time yeah. so it's feeling extra heavy for me right now yeah I'm like I so need a reset. What, if, what if it's just about starting to un, un, untether from the things like just starting small like that 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 was my intention honestly that was my intention but i think it is really um easy to fall back into old habits and so i actually did something that i have never done before i looked up a um like a professional organizer Mm -hmm. and because i've never had a problem purging just putting that out there professional purger over here 
but I'm in such a bad place right now. I was like, I need a professional to come and help me. <laughs> and so I plan to have a declutter. That was like my plan. But now I'm like, I just want to start over <laughs> because I was like, I need somebody to help me. It's so bad that I need an objective person yeah. to come and like, it's like you helping me with my closet. <laughs> I don't even say like, I'm, it's even different because I know you and I know what you value, but yeah. I need somebody who doesn't know me, who doesn't know what's important, who can challenge me on like, is this really like, no. you sure? And I might be like, okay, you're right. <laughs> but if it was you, I, I think know, you would yeah. let me get away with quite a bit of stuff. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But I need somebody to be like, no, this ain't it. And so that was, was my plan. But I actually really like the idea of starting over. Um, I was going to say, so, I really so like that. <laughs> side note, mm-hmm. uh, when my mother-in-law moved in, she brought all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was literally like, you know, I'm an analyst. I was like, <laughs> so it, 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 it cost you $8,000 to move all this crap here. And if you would, mm-hmm. you would have saved 8000 plus you would have made whatever you... Exactly. Yeah. Whatever you sold and made that money on top of it, mm-hmm. try it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Oh, I'm open like, to so trying. I was gonna it, say, yeah. wait, wait, wait. What's holding you to keeping anything? So I have only one box. I told this to somebody a few months ago. Like, if I had to leave my house in the middle of the night, there's literally just one box of things that I want to take with me. It's already packed. <laughs> like everything else can stay. I don't need any of that stuff. Right now, I'm just upset at how much money I've spent on it. I was gonna say, I dare you to just try to leave and to get rid of everything. Okay, first of all, I'm competitive. Don't be up in here daring me because I will do it. I will be gone tomorrow, and you're gonna be look sad. Okay, you dare me to start over. Yeah, done. Done. Yeah. Okay, that's gonna be an ep- that's gonna be an episode, guys. Remember, you guys got to see asking what happened. Yeah, okay. But I, th- I think this is a good test to people oh, because what we do, well, even though we were talking about being a digital nomad, what we're mm-hmm. really saying is, guys, well, you, don't, you don't have to have the strings. Right. You really don't. And and I would do it except for I have four kids and it's kind of going to be harder. No, don't let that be the <laughs> excuse, though. Um, so I think, so we're going to follow up with this on another episode. Yeah. But the thing that I was thinking while we were saying this, I'm like, I have a boyfriend and I was like, I want, I would want him to do it too. Yeah. And us, I loved what you said, just finding out what the necessities are and then you can build it piece by piece together. I think that would be so beautiful as a family, just like starting with nothing and figuring out what is important to all of you collectively, Mm -hmm. right, to have. I think that could be beautiful. So I'm going to challenge you on that after you get this baby out. Okay. Okay. um, I I mean, I think that could be number, I think it could be really fun. Yeah. To like re-explore and reimagine things, but that's good. Now you have a mind going now. Now I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, okay, okay. So listen for listen out for part two, maybe a part three on this. We're gonna have some updates about our lives as digital nomads. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> All right, okay. folks. So until next time, I'm your girl Tanisha Nicole, and I'm Shauna Dixon, and, and we, we are Black Girl Fly. Girl Fly.